Welcome, and thanks for checking out the Living Word Family Church Sermon Podcast. Before we get to the message, we'd like to invite you to check out Living Word Family Church if you don't already have a church home. For more information, you can check out our website at livingwordfamily.org. Hello, friends. Welcome to Wednesday night in the upper room. Glad you're tuning in tonight. Trust you're all doing well. I was just sitting up here thinking a few minutes ago how blessed we are to be alive at this time in this hour. I um, think about the uh, apostles and the, the prophets of old, how they would love to be here today. What an exciting time to be alive. But it's a little disconcerting time too. Got a lot of problems going on, but the world's always been full of problems since the fall of, of mankind. So it's to be expected, but we shouldn't lose heart. Don't lose courage. Be strong in the Lord. I pray that your home uh, reading up in the Word, getting stirred up in your hearts. And even though the seats are empty here at Living Word Family Church, your hearts can be filled with the, with the presence of God. So take this time and use it wisely. So tonight I just want to talk to you and encourage you a little bit about, as I said, the world with this COVID-19 going on and all the disinformation and information going on in the world today. I just want to encourage you tonight to uh, be of good cheer. Jesus said, I've overcome the world, so we can too. I'm going to take you to a few uh, familiar scriptures tonight. I'm nothing new tonight that you probably haven't heard before. Probably heard it from me, but I, I believe there's uh, some passages of scripture that really tell you what God says to us tonight. And that's, if you have your Bibles, turn to Joshua 1, one of my favorite passages of scripture. In Joshua 1, it says, after the, uh, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. I would, wish we could all say that at the end of our lives. <laughs> I could say, Mike, my servant is dead. God would say, Mike, my servant is dead. He could, you could say your name and say uh, whoever that would be and say your, his servant is dead. God has special places for those. He said, therefore arise, go over to the Jordan, you and all the people in the land which I'm giving them, giving to them, the, the children of Israel. Every place that the soles of your feet will uh, tread upon, I will give, I have given to you, as I said to Moses. From the wilderness and this Lebanon, as far as the great river, uh, river, uh, river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites and all the great sea, towards the going down of the sun and shall be your territory. Now, no man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As long as I was, as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. That's what God says to us tonight. He's, he's not leaving us in distress, but it goes on to say, he tells Joshua and he tells us tonight, be strong and of good courage. For this people you shall divide as the inheritance the land which I swore to your fathers and their fathers and gave them. Only be strong and of good courage. How many of you know that we're to be strong tonight? There's a lot of uh, uneasiness in the, in the world today. Fear and uh, uh, just people being afraid and, and worried and anxious about what's going on. I'll be honest with you, I don't know how this is gonna turn out after 
the state opens up again and our nation opens up again. But I know right in the midst of that, God is with us. God is strengthening us and God is telling us, don't, don't lose heart, don't get discouraged, don't be fearful about what the enemy is doing and that the world is doing. Because the world's always doing something contrary to what God wants done, <laughs> so we shouldn't be surprised. But he tells us to be strong and of good courage. I like what it goes on to say, that you may observe to do all the law according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you to do. Do not turn from the right or to uh, right hand to or to the left, that you may prosper wherever you go. Don't turn from what the law that Moses had given. Well, tonight he would tell us, don't turn from the word of God. It's the word it, it gives us truth. And uh, I mentioned this last week, John 8, 31 and 32. If you continue in my word, you're my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. I mean, we know we need to hear truth today. We need to know what's going on and we're certainly not going to get it <laughs> from our major news medias and so forth, we have to be listening to what the voice of the Lord is saying and what his word says. Then he goes on to say, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do all according to all that is written in it. Then, for then you will be, make your way prosperous and then you will be, have good success. For I've commanded you be strong and of good courage, do not be afraid or dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. I'm telling you, friends, tonight he is with us. He is right, right there where he's always been, giving us strength and giving us uh, courage to go forth and do what we need to do. What a time and what an hour to be uh, uh, servants and, uh, of the Lord, but also friends of the Lord. And uh, we're to go about doing our, uh, living our life in a way that's pleasing unto him. This time is, for such a time as this, we've been placed upon this earth. And what are we to do with our time? We're to grow closer to him. We're to begin to proclaim his word. We're to take opportunities to witness and, and share our faith with those around us. Because there's opportunities galore right now because people are really upset and discouraged and many times fearful about what's going to happen. So take those opportunities. Well, you know, there's another story, and you've heard this one many times too. It's over in First uh, Samuel. I want to turn to that real quick. First Samuel, Samuel 30, and it's the story of David and his men that when they went back to Ziglag, they had been out on the, uh, out on a campaign, and they came back, and it tells us in verse uh, one. Now it happened when David and his men came to Ziglag on the third day that the Amalekites had invaded the south and Ziglag, attacked Ziglag and burned it with fire. And so, and had taken his, the women and those who were with there from small to great, they did not kill anyone, but carried them away and went their way. So David and his men came to the city and there it was burned with fire and their wives and their sons and their daughters had been taken captive. Then David and the people who were with him, lifted up their voices and wept till they had no more power to weep. I mean, you know, in tough times, stressful times that we certainly live in, that it can be real easy to break down. It can be real easy to cry and weep and, and, and grieve over something. But you know, 
there's, a, there's a, such a thing as grieving, but you don't grieve and, uh, continually. You stop and do something after that. But then it said David was greatly distressed. How many of you know he was distressed? One of the reasons he was distressed, not only that his wives and all, all of his goods had been taken, but the men were <laughs> upset with him and, and were going to stone him. So he was greatly distressed. It says in verse 6, he was greatly distressed. He was grieved. He was worried. He was anxious. I mean, even though the Bible, God doesn't want us to be anxious uh, about anything. For the people spoke of stoning him because the soul of all the people was grieved, every man for his sons and his daughters. But then it says David did something right in the midst of that. David knew enough right in the midst of his trouble he didn't look at the trouble and say, I don't know my way out. I don't know what I'm going to do. The first thing he began to do is strengthen himself in the Lord. The, uh, one rendering says he encouraged himself in the Lord. Well, how would David know how to encourage himself? Well, we know reading the Psalms and many of his writings that he was a worshiper. He began to worship God right in the middle of his trouble. Over in Psalm 27, it says this, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is my light and my salvation. I pray you can say that. Say that with me. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? In other words, I don't have to fear COVID-19. I don't have to fear what the government's doing. I don't have to fear what uh, uh, men can do. It goes on to say, the Lord is my strength and my life. And whom shall I be afraid? We don't have to be afraid, my friends. This is a day and an hour that we need to be <laughs> encouraged and strengthened and have courage for we have great opportunity to see the kingdom grow mightily. So we need to be strong. Goes on to say, when the wicked come against me to eat up my flesh, my enemies and my foes, they stumbled and what? They fell. Though an army may encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war may rise against me, in this I will be confident. One thing I have desired of the Lord, that I will seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire of his temple. Goes on to say, for in the time of trouble, <laughs> in the time of trouble. How many of you know he's an ever-present help in the time of trouble? Everything we know that he, he will always come to our aid if we allow him to. He shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret place of his, of his tabernacle, he shall hide me. He shall set me high upon a rock. Listen, what's Psalm 91 say? He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High will begin to say of the Lord. What are you saying tonight? With trouble comes. You know... We can't avoid trouble. I, I don't care. <laughs> Situations come just instantly sometimes and catch you blindsided or sometimes they, you know that you don't know they're coming, but they're going to come. And stress can come with that too because you say, well, I, I would like it to have no stress. Well, the only people I know that don't have any stress have already left this planet. <laughs> we all have stress coming at us, but it's how you... How you uh, 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 what, how you deal with stress in the midst of it. What do you do with it when it happens? It goes on to say, And now my head shall be lifted up above my enemies all around. Therefore, I will offer sacrifices of joy in his temple or in his tabernacle. I will sing, yes, I will sing praises to the Lord. 
Listen, when it said David encouraged himself in the Lord, guess what he was doing? He began to praise God. He began to glorify God. He began to lift him up. He began to magnify him. How many of you, you remember the story when he danced before the Lord and it, it made his wife jealous and mad? That's the kind of guy David was. He, he did not let the problem grab him and hold him, paralyze him and hold him in a place where he couldn't move. He's began to encourage himself. Tonight, you may be going through something, and if you're not, you probably will, just as I mentioned. But listen, begin to encourage yourself in the Lord. Begin to praise him and magnify him right in the middle of what's going on in our earth today. Don't listen to all the news all the time. How many of you know you're beginning, you, uh, as a man thinketh, so they will be, or so you will be. You'll become nervous and uh, upset and fearful over what's going on in the world. Look to the Bible. Look to God. That's what David did. Immediately he began to rejoice and began to thank God and praise God. He said, I begin to look up where my help comes from. He began to dance in the Lord and, and, pro and, and the next thing you know, and prophesy. I want to say that. He prophesied. What was he prophesying? I'm sure he was prophesying the word of God, what he already knew, how God had delivered him many times before. Amen? Amen. So David encouraged himself in the Lord. Then he said, he asked the priest to bring him the ephod and he brought it to him. And then so David inquired of the Lord. How many of you know uh, he began to pray? Did you know what he said? Was He said, "I, what shall I do? Shall I pursue the troop? Shall I overtake him? You know, that's a prayer. He's asking God, what am I supposed to do in the midst of my trouble here? Listen, when you get in trouble, don't, the first thing we need to do is call upon God. Lord, help me. What am I to do here? I, many times we have to do that. You might have to do that in the midst of an urgent crisis that comes up. But first, inquire of the Lord. Begin to ask him, Lord, what do I do here? What am I supposed to do? I need to calm down and be peaceful. I'm going to rejoice in you because I know you got my back. How many of you know he's got your back, your front, and your sides all the time? Amen? Amen. So know that. So we do live in perilous times. We do live in hard and, at times. And we may have to fight. There's like freedoms. I, I believe that there's a freedom grab here in, in truly in, in this country right now. But listen, we may have to fight, but we need to be strong and of good courage tonight. So what do we do? We pray. We ask the Lord, what do I do? And the Lord answered him. How many of you know when you ask the Lord, sincerely ask the Lord for something, he's going to answer you? Amen. But we ask him according to his will. How many of you know David was a man after God's own heart? Why was that? Was he without sin? Was he perfect? Absolutely not. We know what David was by reading the scriptures. He was, he was a murderer. He was an adulterer. He was, you know, we know he was the king, but he, he was a sinner. But yet he sought after God with all of his heart. How many of you know we're supposed to seek after God with all of our heart tonight? Amen. He loves us. He cares for us. And he says, yeah, he told David, pursue, for you shall surely overtake them and without fail, recover all. So David <laughs> went, he and his 600 men who were with him, and came to the brook Besher, which was there stayed where they le uh, who were left behind. Now listen, when God gives you a directive, the best thing we can do is be obedient. But to be obedient, you have to step out in faith sometimes. 
trusting him right in the midst of you may not see the end from the beginning but he does and he you step out in faith trusting him through this whole time of crisis and so you step out in faith because we don't walk by sight we walk by faith <laughs> and so we take that step of faith when when god said pursue what did david do he began to pursue the enemy but david pursued he and his 400 men for two 200 stayed behind, which were so weary that they could not cross the brook. Then it goes on to say, down, uh, down in verse 19, Then David attacked them from, the, from twilight until the evening for the next day. That's the enemy. Not a man of them escaped except for the 400 men who were on camels and fled. David recovered all that the Amalekites had carried away, and David rescued his two wives. Listen, my friends, the devil will try to steal, kill, and destroy from us, but we have a, we have a God that's greater than, than the devil will ever be. We know that. I hope you know that. Don't give too much credit to the devil. But listen, you, we have a God that we can go to who will give us a course of action to recover what the enemy has left or uh, stolen from us. So go forth in, in, in his word and in his power and his might. Now, what did David do? Just quickly, tonight, I want you to understand that we need to be inquiring of the Lord. Ask God what to do. How should I go about what's going on now? Maybe you're without a job tonight. Maybe you're not having uh, income come in. How many of you know he's our provider? He's our provider. Say, Lord, what should I do? Maybe you're without a job. Say, Lord, what should I do about finding a job? Or how, you know, where should I go to look for one? Well, I don't even feel like having one. Yeah, but you know, we're supposed to work if we can. I don't hear too many amens out there. <laughs> but ask the Lord what to do. And then believe this. Do you know when David uh, uh, prayed and, and began to uh, encourage himself in the Lord, David knew that God would empower him and enable him to do what he couldn't do on his own. How many of you know, I can do all things, say it with me tonight, I can do all things, not on my own, but through Christ who strengthens me. Every situation, every obstacle that we have, you can go to him and he'll help you and he'll strengthen you and he'll bring you out. Everything starts when you believe it, when you believe that he will empower you. But that takes faith, so everything goes back to faith amen then you decide on what direction or you hear the voice of the lord telling you what direction to take then you don't stay numb and paralyzed you step out in faith you begin to take that step what is it lord that i'm supposed to do see this is a great opportune time that we a lot of people have in downtime you know i'm not advocating you now you spend all day there but we ought to spend quite a bit of time in prayer and and, and studying the word and, and rejoicing and praying for others and, and calling others and encouraging others. How many of you know, uh, God? when God said in, in uh, Joshua 1 there, when he was talking about uh, be strong and, and courageous, he had already told Moses back in Deuteronomy, you can read it in chapter 1 and 3, he told Moses to encourage Joshua. Why don't you call a friend and encourage them tonight? Say, what are you going through? Can I pray with you? So, well, I don't want to do that. I'm not the pastor. I'm not a preacher. No, you're a believer. <laughs> That's all you have to be. And you're called to be a ministers. How many of you know you're a minister tonight? But it goes on to say, step out in faith and believe God. Believe God through all these things that are going on in this world tonight. 
believe him for maybe you need healing tonight. Maybe you need deliverance tonight. Maybe you need something that only he can provide. Start believing him. Then make stress and pressure in your lives. I won't say okay. Don't just tolerate it and sit down and, and uh, succumb to it. But make it okay in the sense that, hey, it's coming, but I'm going to rest right in the midst of my stress. And the only way you can rest in the midst of your stress is begin to magnify something that's greater than that and magnify the Lord with me. Let us lift him up and make him louder and larger than what's happening to me. Only people, like I said, with no stress have already left the planet. 1 Corinthians 10, 13 says, there's no temptation or test or trial that, that will come against us that God is faithful where he has made a way of escape. Hallelujah. That excites me tonight. I, I'm thankful that he's made a way of escape. This is our day and our hour uh, to do great and mighty things. Let me see if I had one more scripture here. I believe I did. You remember when it says that Joshua said, or God told Joshua, I'll never leave you or forsake you. You know, it tells us that same thing over in Hebrews 13, 5. I want to read it out of the, the, uh, the uh, Amplified Bible. Listen to this, my friends, tonight. I will, under any I will never, under any circumstances, desert you, nor give you up without support, nor will I in any degree leave you helpless. Wow, I don't know about you, but that excites me tonight. It excites me tonight. I don't, I, who are you going to call? I'm going to call on the name of the Lord. The one is my help, and I look up where my help cometh from. He goes on to say, nor will I forsake or let you down or relax my hold on you. Assuredly not. Wow. So we can take comfort and encouragement and confidently say, the Lord is my helper in time of need. I will not be afraid. That's, that's the good news tonight, my friends. We need to stop every day and look how big our God is. Take a look and just <laughs> look and see how great he is and what he's done for me, what he's done for you. He gave us the greatest thing. He gave us his son, Jesus Christ. We need to run this race looking unto Jesus, not be discouraged, not be fearful in this time, but saying, God, I thank you that I'm born for such a time as this. I'm here to make somebody else's life, help somebody else come into the kingdom, help somebody else be encouraged, help somebody else uh, know the, the God that I serve. So we just do that tonight. We just, I just thank the Lord. I'm, I'm so excited about what God is doing. I believe that, uh, I truly believe there's a great awakening and a great revival coming across this land, around this world, that the church is gonna be on fire. We, we don't know what's gonna happen as far as meeting and getting back together, but we can still fill our hearts with the, with the presence of God, helping others come to know him. So tonight, I just before I close down here, I, I know I got it, really you're under a time crunch here on, on Wednesday night. We've got about 30 minutes on this, this tape, but uh, I just wanna pray for you tonight. I just sense some, some of you might be going through something that, that's been hard to deal with. And also you might be uh, uh, in pain. I, d I just sense there's somebody in pain. I, I don't have a word for where it is, but I just sense uh, in my heart that there's somebody dealing with pain, stress and pain, and maybe a sickness you've been lingering on with. 
and you're thinking, why, why aren't I getting better? Why aren't I getting hope? Listen, our hope lies in Jesus Christ, at him only. So let's pray tonight. Father, I thank you for my brothers and sisters that are watching this tonight. I thank you, Lord, that you, you came to save, heal, deliver, and set people free. And I pray right now, just like wherever you got a pain in your body, lay it right there on your body tonight, tonight and just tell it. Get out in Jesus' name. Pain, you've got to go. Sickness, you've got to go. Discouragement, you've got to go. Despair, you've got to go. You have no right to be there. Get out in a name that's above every name, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Our hope, our only hope is in Jesus Christ. And we thank you, Lord, for those that may have uh, been shirking back and not drawing close. I pray this night that each one of us would draw nigh, as the Bible said. Draw close to me, he said, and I'll draw close to you. And that's the promise that we have in Christ. We thank you, Lord, that we have opportunities to even meet like this. We thank you that this church is blessed. I'm looking up at my sign. Blessed to be a blessing. We're, we're prospering and we're going forward in the name of Jesus. So be of good cheer. Be strong and courageous for God be, is with you and will be always be for you. Have a good evening and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. We hope that this message encouraged and equipped you in your walk with Christ. Make sure to follow us on Facebook or Instagram to stay updated with what's going on at Living Word Family Church. Have a great day.